What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome to the first episode of the fifth season of the Game of Thrones review here on the Pot of Thrones. Pot of Thrones. Pot of Thrones. I'm your host, Dino Red, with my co-host, Latone Hart of the 730 Show. What's up, brother? What's up, man? 730. How you doing? All right. All right. The kids are happy, man, because, you know, the 730 Show them fell off the fucking face of the earth, man. Hey, you know, you know, life happens. Life yeah, happens. I hear you, but get the fuck back on the ball, man. I miss my 730. <laughs> I mean, at first you fell off and then Tim fell off. It was it was okay when one of y'all, when I'll be all my two favorite shows. And then now neither one of y'all is podcasting like you got, like you got sense. So I, I'm just like stuck. I got to listen to all these other uh, cut rate motherfuckers now. You know, <laughs> t- t- Tim and I are kindred spirits, so I'm not surprised. But when, when I get a burst of creativity, I'll be back and same with him. So we're, we're back on it. We still love the podcast. We just jumped into it with like so much vigor. And I think we kind of burnt ourselves out. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that, especially with him doing it every day. But uh, anyway, enough of that. Enough of that uh, rigmarole. Yeah. Let's let's get to it. What everybody yeah. is here for, which is the Game of Thrones. Yes, buddy. I I, I really like the seven thirty show. I love it. But I was like, man, I'm I'm waiting to do the Pot of Thrones. Man, this is gonna be it. Yeah, I've been pretty excited about this myself, man. I've been excited about this uh, this season opener. This just this whole season in general, man. I love this show. Well, honestly, like at the end of Game of Thrones season four. It's like 10 months, 10 to 11 months. You've got to wait for the new season. It's like, man, it's like the longest wait ever. Yes. We spend, so I'm just glad. Yeah. We spend more time waiting for the show than we do actually watching it. And then they had a leak of four episodes and everybody's like telling me, are you going to watch all four episodes? And I'm like, there's no way in the world I'm going to watch four episodes and wait another month after I've waited 10 months to see one episode. Right. I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to watch them week by week and savor and enjoy each episode. Exactly, man. I can't tell you how many times I hear people talk about they binge watch the the, the Game of Thrones and I, I fucking, I get livid. I get livid. I get, that pisses me off. That is so, it's, it's disrespectful. It, it's it's yeah. just you know what that's disrespectful it is it is it totally is and it makes no sense because if you are binge watching the game of thrones you know in a matter of uh, a couple of weekends and that kind of thing like you do these you're other missing. shows you you're don't missing a right lot. you do not know what the fuck's going on you think you know what's going on but you don't know what's going on you really don't you have no clue really you don't with every episode i always watch it once but that's like nothing. It's the second time I watch it where I really see stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And there's 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 episodes I've seen four and five times and every time I get something else out of it. Definitely. That is the Game of Thrones. Layered, layered on top of layers. It's, it's great. Right. Okay, so why don't you take us on our journey of this first episode, this premiere episode? Well, we're back. HBO tries to test the waters versus Netflix. I think I think the leak was was a test to see if people will react or the ratings will still be high. 
if they drop a bunch of episodes. And they were. 800 million people watched Season 5, Episode 1 of Game of Thrones, which is titled Wars to Come. And it was great to be back in Westeros. From the start, I don't know if you noticed, Dino, but you know the, the map. Did you see Winterfell on the map? I didn't notice the map in the opening. Sorry, man. All right. Winterfell. Winterfell has been burning for the last two seasons on the opening map. Yes. This this year, it's not burning, and the, it's not a Stark flag over it. It's the Bolton flag. Oh, Ruse Bolton. Yes, the first oh. thing I noticed, and that kind of that kind of hit me in the heart because you know I'm down with the Starks, and all of a sudden I see the Boltons, and I'm that's like, good. Man. That's good looking out, man. I see. I feel bad. I feel like I've been slipping because I, see, I didn't, didn't notice watch that. It. You must didn't watch it twice. You didn't watch it twice. Yet. I did not yet. I only watched okay. it once. Yeah, I feel like I, I was slipping on that. I feel bad. So, I feel shame. Episode one starts off. In the mud, it looks like a Tim Burton film. I'm looking for Johnny Depp, right? But no, it's young Cersei and Gretel walking through the Dagobah system. <laughs> and Yoda, Yoda's kind of pissed off, and they come up to the Wicked Witch of Westeros. I guess they're in her hut, and you can tell it's Cersei because of the clothes and the mannerisms. And you know, Cersei's like the queen of mean, and she's talking to. A witch that's kind of hot. I don't know about you, but witches are supposed to be ugly. Like this is a witch that I I I, I could take out, man. I hey, take man, Applebee's. Even the red witch, she's she's hot too. I I'd, I'd hit that. Yeah, they got a lot of hot witches on this. Yeah, show. they do. Yeah, they do. So, Cersei, <laughs> Cersei. I mean, you know, I like a witch or two. I'm not so gonna Cersei. lie though, man. I didn't catch that that was Cersei until until she started talking about. Um, You'll have three kids and the king will have 20. Then that's when I knew. I was like, oh, that's Cersei as a kid. But I didn't know well, before that. Even my wife was like, who, who are these people? We don't know these people. Who are they? <laughs> Cersei is such a pain in the ass. That little girl acted like her from the first moment she spoke. Like, she did. A, and her hair. She Cersei did. always wears her hair like that. Yeah. Let me ask you this. And the what? My last co-host. This, this was a source of contention with us. Cersei, evil or not evil? Oh, she's insecure as hell, so she's evil. Okay, thank you. I just she, he, he's the only person. Her insecurity, her insecurities make her really, you know, unbearable. Yeah, yeah. He, well, he's the. I don't know what the source of it is. I haven't got that deep into it, but everybody I know says she's evil except for him. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> well, maybe that's what he likes, or maybe he just sees his mother in her. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? He's one of those new Ooh. Negroes. Yeah, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Because I'm happy. I got Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, of course, the Wicked Witch of Westeros, she says, you know, she's she's sucking blood and telling prophecy, and she has a great quote. Everyone wants to know their future until they know their future. Right. And she breaks down and tells Cersei as a young girl that she won't marry the prince, but she will be queen. Mm-hmm. Now, that's alluding to, to, to Rhaegar. Right. Rhaegar. Because she wanted to Rhaegar, marry Rhaegar Targaryen, the dragon, yeah, the Targaryen. So she doesn't get them. She never does marry Rhaegar because Robert kills him, right? And but she does end up being the queen. And the great part of the prophecy is that the king will have twenty kids. So Rob will be slinging dick all over the Seven Kingdoms, and you'll have three kids. He'll have twenty. Gold will be their crowns, and gold will be their shrouds. So they will all wear crowns, but they will all die, and you'll bear in gold too so cersei was like oh yeah. so that kind of explains why she's super paranoid all the time now and she also tells her that another younger woman will take her right crown right now the interesting thing is this is the first time on game of thrones the television show that they've ever done flashbacks right they never do- they've never done flashbacks no no so this must be very important for this season i'm expecting cersei to be the main plot for this season. Because if you got to do a flashback with Cersei and Cersei is the first scene, something big with Cersei's coming this year. Okay. I can see that. So I can see that. Something's big. And then bang. I I hope she get her head chopped off. (laughs) What did she say in the first season in the game of Thrones? You either win or die. You hate Cersei that bad. You want her head chopped off. Yeah, pretty much. 
Pretty much. She makes the show fun, though. You know, you lose a really good villain, and then you're like, man, this show's no fun anymore. Yeah, but you know what? I understand what you mean, and I do agree to a, to an extent, but I just hate her so much. <laughs> and this show is so good. You know, like, we lost Joffrey, and I still love the show, and he was a great villain. I hated him, man. When, when he died, I got up and danced. <laughs> you, know, you know that is my favorite episode of the Game of Thrones, his wedding episode. He was so turned up. Yeah. He was so turned. I mean, yeah. I, I was sad that he went, but I mean, he the episode he died, Joffrey died. I was, that was like the best episode. I laughed. I watched I watched it the other day. When yeah. I'm feeling down, when I get a speeding ticket, I just watch Joffrey's wedding. <laughs> Cheers he what? was just acting. He was acting like a pure dick that yeah. episode. It was great. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so did you notice, like, after that, Cersei, they show her walking up the stairs, and she basically gives Marguerite Terrell the look of death, like, bitch, stop looking at me. Right. And then her, her father is on his deathbed. Now, they put these rocks on people's <laughs> eyes. Right. You know? And and these rocks make these people look more paranoid than a brother in South Carolina with a busted tail light. I mean, these I don't like this rock thing, man. I don't. It makes I know. them look stressed. It makes them look like crazy. My daughter said, "What's wrong with his eyes?" <laughs> like, it's like these dudes look crazy. But there was a great overhead shot because that's the Sept of Baylor where they killed um, Ned Stark, and that's where the Seven is. And there's a really great overhead shot of the seven statues of the seven deities of, of the seven. Did you see that? The overhead yeah, shot. Yeah. That, that was really nice, man. I was like, wow. That's L- let really me ask nice. you this. I think they explained mm-hmm. it, but I think I missed it. Why is his body still sitting there? Cause it apparently has been some time. Cause uh, Tyrion has crossed the, the narrow sea and you can see from his full beard and everything. He's been locked in that little crate for weeks. So why is, uh, Tywin still sitting out, you know, on on top of the, or or is it like, are they showing us two oh. different time periods? Because no, no, I don't think that's what it is. I think because Tywin was a man of great respect. I mean, you got to realize he was the hand of the king for the Mad King. Right. They were giving they were giving everybody all the powerful families time to get there. Okay. To to send him off, like you know, okay. they don't have uber or anything like that right right you know drive drive from the riverlands there they got a you know horse and carriage right right they were giving everybody time to get there to pay their respects yeah okay so that'd probably take a fortnight to get there you know okay i get that yeah that makes sense okay cool now i feel bad for the kingslayer he's got to have the blues he loses his hand he loses his twin lover he loses his androgynous best friend. He loses his little brother and his father in a row. I mean, all this next is maybe he's going to get castrated or something like that and just be like the spider. What else is he going to lose? Right. Ja- Jamie's losing everything. That's true. That's true. I mean, you know, and then, of course, Cersei tongue lashes him. I thought he was going to, you know, take her down and take her, you know, go ahead and go two for two. When Joffrey died, I get some. When when daddy dies, I get some. <laughs> Right, go two for two. I thought he was going two for two. Right, yeah, that yeah. You're right though, man. Jamie's lost a lot. Yeah, Jamie's lost a lot, man. I mean, and it seems like the darker his hair gets, the nicer he gets. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with Jamie and the hair? I don't get it. (laughs) Yeah, they've been on this path. He's kind of been on this path to redemption ever since uh, him and Brienne went on their little uh, buddy cop road trip. And, uh, and that's when his hair—that's when he started getting his hair started getting darker. <laughs> he started getting that just for men Westeros, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, getting it darker. Right, right. Getting rid of the gray and the blonde and everything. So yeah, with this, with the exception of that one little slip where he raped his sister, uh, he's—you he, know—he's—he's he's been basically a good guy. Well, uh, I mean, you know, he—I mean, he, him. That—that's not really his sister. That's his woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right like really when you think about it, that's his woman yeah it you know, is you you've been hitting something for 20 years you know, hey hey that's my woman right <laughs> that's his woman right yeah now the next scene of course we get is like somebody looking through these holes and i'm thinking man they got a nice fedex system i mean when it absolutely positively has to get there over a fortnight <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta call pentos x you gotta right? call pentos x because Tyrion <laughs> comes out of the crate Straight to the drink. I mean, he he's like, bang. I'm like, man, you shipped him in a crate 
all the way across the sea. Right. Varys is is, is nuts, man. Varys yeah. is nuts. But he gets the best lines throughout the whole show. I wonder, do the writers sit around and say, we got to give Varys some great lines this week. <laughs> you ever listen to Varys? Yeah. If you just listen to Varys and not the rest of the show, you get some really good philosophy, some really good lines. Oh, yeah. What do he say? What do he say this week? Perhaps we've grown so used to horror, we assume there's no other way. Yeah. I'm thinking perhaps you've been dipping into the milk of the poppy again. I mean, what? You know, <laughs> that's what I want. You know, yeah, Varys is deep. Yeah, he is really like he's really deep. If you really listen to what he says, it's wild. Yeah, he's on some other shit. That's for sure. And of course, he wants he I realized that he's always been working for the Targaryens. Yeah. This episode I realized he's a Targaryen supporter, like basically like a Republican that's pushing Bush or Jeb Bush or whoever Bush is coming up next. That's basically what he is. He's team Targaryen no matter what. Yeah, pretty much. He he feels like Khaleesi is is the best to leave, which is weird because he doesn't really know Khaleesi. So I wonder I why he, he has that opinion of her. You know, he said we he, need somebody stronger than Tomlin, but but softer than uh than Stannis. I'm like, well, how do you know which way Khaleesi is? You know, he's loyal to the Targaryens. Remember in season one when Arya was under the catacombs and she saw the dragon bones and and yeah. Varys was talking to that man. That, that yeah that Khaleesi and her brother were staying with. So somehow, some for some reason, he has loyalty to the Targaryens. I don't know what it is, but I would say still. I would say he's more loyal to, to the Targaryens. I I don't I find to me to me Varys is uh a, like a, a a a more moral righteous version of Littlefinger. Where I don't feel like they are like loyal to anybody except for whatever it is that their own causes and their own, they have their own morality, their own and what their own philosophy. And that's what they're loyal to above everything. That's what I think about both of those. With Varys, there's a reason. And we'll, I'm sure we're going to find out there's a reason he, he's a Targaryen guy. Maybe, maybe he's going to get a higher position, a nicer house. I don't know. There's a reason he's with the Targaryens. I'm waiting for that. to come I think out. it's he's because, always, I think it's only because he thinks they're the best for the realm. Because he's he's been saying throughout the show that everything that he does is all about the the realm. You know. Yeah, but what does he get out of it? I don't. He doesn't get anything. He's selfish. He's got to get something. He's got to get something. He's got no dick, so nothing else <laughs> matters. <laughs> Tim Wilson doesn't either. <laughs> Whoa! Ooh! He still goes to work every day. <laughs> Our first "What Up" though show this on the pot of, on the pot of thrones. Woo! <laughs> T. Wilson is dickless. He's oh, unsullied. Boy. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of the unsullied, they're out there pulling harpy statues down like they did Saddam Hussein stuff in Iraq. Right. You know, off the top of pyramids, pulling stuff down. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, wow, the next scene, I'm thinking, is that Grey Worm? Right. And he is on that. Marine creatine or HGH, God. Yeah, like, I'm thinking, Great Worm got swollen up. What yeah. happened? <laughs> right. What happened? <laughs> it wasn't him. I was like, man, he got swollen up. And ladies, here on the Pot of Thrones, I want to let you know, episode one of season five of the Game of Thrones proves that if you can work the head, ladies, even the unsullied will leave a little something on the counter for you. Because <laughs> you know. He, my man said, hey, you know, I want the same. And she just spooned him and rubbed his head. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to leave a little something on the counter. Right. You ain't got to you ain't gotta do all those extra tricks. Just know how to work the head. <laughs> the Game of Thrones is trying to tell you. It man. helps if you know how to work the big head and the little head. Hey, <laughs> learn how to work one of them. A lot of y'all can't work none of them. Work, learn how to work one of them, two of them, you might get a ring. Right. Work one of them and you're in there. <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I learned from this episode. <laughs> that's what I learned from this episode. And who are who are the sons of the harpy? I don't know these people. Is I, they, are they with the sons of anarchy? Is that a motorcycle club? Where's Jax? I don't What's know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, who who are these motherfuckers? Where'd they come from? Yeah, they just come out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And they don't take any prisoners, apparently. They sure don't. Yeah, really. And the next scene we go to. My favorite place in Game of Thrones. I love Castle Black. I love the Night's Watch. 
If I was on Game of Thrones, I go to the Night Watch. <laughs> I, I just do. I'm a Jon Snow guy. That's my that's my favorite guy. Who was your favorite character? Ooh, um, I got a couple. Um, I'm, Ned Stark was one of them, you know, but he's not around anymore. Uh, Jon Snow is one of my favorites, and uh, so is Arya Stark. Uh, Arya. Uh, Tyrion is a favorite. And I'm not a Tyrion guy. Everybody loves Tyrion. Really? Wow. How can you not Tyrion. love Tyrion? I mean, he's, I mean, I don't dislike him, but I'm not in love with Tyrion. Yeah. Um, and I would say that's, that's, that's it for me. Yeah. Those, those, those are my favorites. Yeah. Well, we go to the wall with Jon Snow training a kid and he's actually being nicer this time. I remember the last time he was training people, he was being like a, a little bit of a dick. Yeah. So he's like showing some more leadership and things are going well for him at the wall. But did you notice how big Ghost was? No, I didn't. When Jon Snow is training, Ghost is in the bottom right corner of your TV. Looks like he's snacking on some some free folk bones or maybe, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe some wildling bones. From right. Saddle. Yeah. And I mean, he's just enormous. It's like, man, wow. Ghost is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course Sam and Gilly. Sam is simping like always with Gilly. Yeah. And and Sir Alistair of the Night's Watch, he looked at Gilly like he had the look of sodomy in his eye. He was looking at her like, hey, you know, because they don't see any women up there. Right. And he was like, Man, I can get some KY. I'll I'll, I'll show her a, <laughs> show her a night or two. Right. Like, I was I felt bad for Gilly. I was like, go back to Motown girl. <laughs> You're going to take all the black if you don't get out of there. <laughs> yeah, man. She is uh, really in a dangerous place. <laughs> yeah, she's in the wrong. That's like putting a woman in San Quentin. Right. And having one little chubby dude who don't have no respect on the yard protect her. Yeah, that is true. That's yeah, exactly what a, it's like. Because it's all murderers and rapists right. and crazy people up there. Yeah, that's all. That's yeah, that's what the Night Watch are now. There's no honorable men, really. <laughs> and where does your girl, where does the Red Priestess come from? Jon Snow is talking and training people, and all of a sudden she just pops up talking about the horny. wants to see you. She yeah, she did. She did look like, yeah, she's, she, she want, did look horny. Yeah, she was like, you a virgin? Cause no, no. Before that, she's riding up there, and he's like, aren't you cold? Right. Because you know, maybe the nipples were poking out. I mean, right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> right. And she's talking about, uh, no, the Lord's fire lives within me. And I'm like, damn, baby, that sounds like an STD. <laughs> like, don't try to make an STD sound sexy. The Lord's yeah. fire lives within Oh, really? <laughs> Penicillin, boo. Penicillin. Yeah, you might need to have that checked out. Go uh, visit like, the, the Meister. <laughs> I, want, I want your wife to come up to you, Dino, and say, you know, hey, the Lord's fire is in, within me. I'm burning right now. <laughs> Better go put that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. You might need to put that out. I don't I don't know about that. And what is Stannis and his boyfriend, Sir Davis, doing? Looks like they're doing synchronized wall diving. Standing there like, I'm expecting them to jump. <laughs> Olympics 84. Like, dude, you know, let me see something. Right. And then, of course, you know, Stannis is never any fun. I, I, I think I don't want Stannis to be king of Burger King. <laughs> Stannis seems like he'd be like no free refills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a tight ass for sure. No, it says free refills. No free refills. I mean, kneel before kneel before me. I mean, he basically took his daughter and, and locked her in a dungeon just because she, you know, her face is burned or whatever. Yeah, Stannis. Stannis has problems, man. That's because Robert, Stannis and Robert remind you of the two guys you went to school with. Robert was the great athlete and the prom king, and he, like, has the state scoring record. And Stannis was okay, but he wasn't as good as Robert. Right. And he's just still pissed off that he's not as good as Robert. Yeah. And he just kind of has that vibe, and and I'm I'm Robert, and my brother sucks, so I understand. I don't like either one of them. I don't like Stannis or my brother, so I, I kind of feel that way about Stannis, and I think he's trying too hard. Right, right. And, he, and like his boyfriend, why don't they just get a room room and go on Empire or something like that? <laughs> why are you trying to make them out to be lovers? <laughs> Come on, man! You got a homeboy like that that'll that'll let you cut his fingers off and then defend you. <laughs> <laughs> and, of, and of course they tell Jon Snow 
that, you know, they're going to tell Mance Raider to kneel before me because they want to use the Wildlings to, uh, to, to take back Winterfell, right. to take back Winterfell from Roose Bolton. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that's going to be an interesting plot because I think Stannis, Stannis is trying to win the kingdom and he's trying to win it by winning. I think he's going to try to go to all seven kingdoms and do something significant so that everybody's like he should be king. Mm. And I think he's starting in the north. Okay. I but think that's his whole thing. He better work fast if he's going to try to get the all seven kingdoms in this season. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, he ain't going to make it this season. I mean, he's got some time. Yeah. He, he, he better hurry up because remember last season he got that Quicken loan from Bravos. Right. You know, Quicken, they want their money back. Yeah. Bravos don't play. Really got, you got like 30 days to get your Quicken loan back or something like that. So I wonder how long Bravos. They might have gave him like 90 days or something like that before he's got to give his money back. <laughs> yeah. Bravos don't of play. Of course. Yeah. The next scene, bang, we jump to Littlefinger, who's checking his DMs while Lord Aaron, sweet Robin, is absorbing more shots from bigger guys like Ricky Martin on a third date. I mean, he's taking <laughs> shots to the face, shots to the he's he's just taking every shot he can, like Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, he's taking every <laughs> shot possible. Right. And ladies, this is why you don't breastfeed your kids up till 13, because they'll suck at sports. <laughs> suck at everything. Like he was ter- he was like, uh, 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 wait uh, though, what about that line that the old boy had? He said he he he, uh, he swings a sword like a girl with palsy. Like yeah. damn, like and, a girl and, with cerebral palsy. <laughs> like like he wanted Jerry's kids. <laughs> and that was a compliment. <laughs> right? He didn't swing his sword. He just like I said, he was just taking shots. He was absorbing them. Yeah. To the face. To the back, to the—I mean—and and Santa sitting there looking like the Baba Duke, looking about <laughs> as bored as my daughter without, you know, Netflix on her phone. I don't like her with the black t- hair. You don't like her with the black hair? Nah, I like her with the red hair better. No matter what Sansa does, she's she seems like she's a victim, like she's always being manipulated or controlled by somebody. Well, I feel like that's been her story. Basically, she's just been kind of surviving just living and everything has happened to her she hasn't taken her life or her destiny in her hands none whatsoever up until the last couple episodes of last season and now that's why i'm kind of excited to see this new sansa you know when she came down with the you know she changed her look and all that stuff like okay i'm i'm like she's like i'm ready to play this game now you know yeah i hope i hope so because sansa is kind of like the warning like all the fairy tales you believe coming up, like she really believed in all those fairy tales. And I think the reality of Westeros is kind of like got her days. Like this isn't what I was told. Right. I'm, you know, so hopefully, hopefully, yeah, she starts to come out of it and starts to be assertive. Cause I just feel bad. People, I know people hate Sansa. If you she go is, around, she is, she is. I'm telling you last the last couple episodes was her breakout. That was her turning the turning the corner. There's a new Sansa in town. I'm telling you, she, she didn't show up this week. She, she didn't. She didn't. They, like, they they yeah they they put her back in her little passive role or whatever for this one episode. But I'm sure you'll see some glimpses here and there where you you know she probably she probably gonna be controlling Littlefinger with the P. You know she probably gonna be breaking him off and you know she gonna. Find, find, I don't see that. Yeah, she gonna. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I don't see. I don't see Sansa using no pee power. I don't yeah. see Sansa using no pee power. I'm telling you, not the old Sansa, but the new Sansa. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling. Watch and see. Watch and see. But I don't know. No, you got an unfair advantage though, because you read all the books. I've read most of the books. Not all the books. I thought you read all the books. But the funny thing about the books, and I can tell you this about this episode. Episode five, season one. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn about the books anymore. Yeah, I heard the, that they the, go in different directions. Yeah, the books are a framework, but this episode is in a totally different direction. So the books aren't really that good of a frame of reference anymore. Okay. But speaking of Sansa, Brienne said she was going to find Arya. She did. Arya didn't want to go with her. Right. And Brienne and Sansa like passed each other real close, but Brienne didn't know that was Sansa. Right. In that little carriage. And I feel like, man, Brienne just she's she's always like one step too late. Yes. But let me ask you this, Dino. Why is she sharpening 
a Valerian steel sword. They don't dull. Yeah, they don't. The hell is she doing? I don't know. Not only that, I'm really tired of this 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 uh this same old song that she's singing about. You know that she don't want Podrick. I mean, we 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 went through that all last season. Why is she still singing that same song? I'm I'm really getting tired of that. It's like, you know, either fucking chop his head off, send him on his way, or shut the fuck up and just train him so that he's worth something. If you all get into a scrap. You know what I mean? That's what she, I, I, I'm just tired of her talking. Come, her problem is Jamie didn't dick her down in the, the, that spring, that little hot tub. Yeah, she's just kind of right now. She's not. She was uh, a character that I liked at one time. and was kind of interesting. But right now she's just kind of <laughs> irritating to me because she's kind of lost. She's kind of one step behind all the time. And she's keep if, she keeps coming up short, and then she keeps uh-huh. bitching about the same thing over and over again. And I'm like, okay, you know. Mm, and, and if she's not fighting, she's kind of uninteresting. Yes, exactly. If she's fighting, she's you know she's pretty good. Right. That's one of the reasons why I feel like she needs to be training Podrick. At least we'll see her, you know, swinging a sword, which is her best, you know, one in her her best moments. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, Podrick's just trying to be the homie. He's just riding with you. You know, he's not really bothering you. He's just he he's, just got your back. He's super you know loyal. Mean? He's ride he's or die. Fine. How you yeah. gonna how you gonna bitch about a ride or die a homeboy? No matter even if he doesn't know how to fight nothing. If you got somebody who got your back, you know, to the end, especially in the cutthroat, you know, uh, place where they are, like how you gonna complain about that? I mean, Podrick's like the dude you take to the airport. He'll carry your bags. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, hey, man, carry my bags. Padre's that dude to pick you up and take you to the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't be mad at Padrick. I, I don't get that. Yo, yeah. missing an action this episode. I didn't see Theon. Nope. I kind of like to see Theon in, in his little state. I, no area. That kind of sucked. A lot of people are just, and, and none of the Cleganes, the Mountain or the Hound. Right, right. Well, the, well, like, well, the Hound is dead, though, right? I, I, mean, don't, I don't know if he's dead. Yeah, he's is dead. Is he dead? He's dead. Is, you think he's dead? He's you, dead. You sure? You sure he's dead? He's dead. The mountain's not, but the hound is dead. The hound is so you dead. Think, you think the hound is? You sure he's not eating some chicken somewhere? He's dead. It's like I'm gonna eat every fucking chicken in this place. He's dead. That dude. He's dead. So, he's done. All right. He's done. Write it down. Dino Red thinks the hound is dead for sure. I don't know if he's dead. Man. He's I, dead. He didn't like get his head cut off or his throat slashed. So I don't. He's care. just sitting there recovering. No, he ain't recovering shit. He think he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> Back to King's Landing, and Cersei has to be keeping the Dornish wine companies in business because all she does is walk around and drink wine and then shit on Loris when he tries to talk to her. I mean, Loris shouldn't even try to talk to her. Right. I, I don't know why. And King Tommen has to fight erections all day because all marjorie does is tease him yeah i mean you, you can't bring nobody sexy around me and i'm 14 you know like you when i was 14 i just walked around on hard just because right just because be, the wind blew know. yeah but she's always touching him and feeling on his neck and 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 cersei can see that she's like oh this he's he's putting the whip appeal on her yeah yeah so he's gonna be protector of the realm and the king of blue balls because <laughs> Cause, cause Marjorie is messing with him, and yeah. where, and all of a sudden we see a face on this episode we didn't see, we haven't seen since season two. Lancel, did right. you recognize him? I did not recognize him at first. Now he used to have blonde hair, he right? The, this is a different actor, right? No, it's the same actor. Oh, is it? Okay, because the same actor. He just he came. He went to the Battle of Blackwater, and he came back looking like Obi Wan. Uh, I guess you know he found his Jedi crystal, and he found the middle. You know he him and Yoda talk. Well, he found religion. He found religion. Yeah, he he's a sparrow. I guess he's a sparrow, which is like a monk. Yeah, and he cut his hair, and he, now he wants to confess all his crimes. I believe Cersei's going to have him killed real soon. Oh yeah, definitely. I like you know. I know she's a little upset because she lost her her twin brother lover. Now she lost her first cousin lover. I mean, pretty soon Cersei's going to be real mad. She keeps losing all this incestuous dick. She has <laughs> I mean, you know, she needs tar- She needs Lannister pipe in her life. You know. Yeah. Maybe she get on top of her daddy. Who knows? I don't know. You know the. Needs- it's not looking good for the Lannisters right now. I mean, 
think about it. I mean, first of all, they in hella debt. They're broke. Uh, Tywin is gone. Yeah, Tywin's gone. He was basically, he was the patriarch. He was the one, excuse me, keeping them in, in, in power and running everything. And the only one that had, you know, had the knack for it, um, he's gone. Tyrion's on the lamb. Uh, Jamie only got one hand. But that- I think Jamie is the, is the one. If Jamie gets like gets his head out of his ass, I think he can keep the legacy going. He could. I mean, he could. He haven't shown us that he could, but I think it's in him. But he haven't really shown much. Yeah. But I he mean, might have to now with his brother gone and his father gone. He might. You know, sometimes it takes somebody to lead a family for another member to step up. Right. But it's, he's got to work cut out for him because they got they basically don't have nothing but their name. Hey, sometimes those names carry a lot of weight, especially in Westeros. Yeah. But I know what doesn't carry a lot of weight. I, the Knight of Flowers, uh, him and his his boyfriend, I mean, he just doesn't care anymore. He he basically wants everyone to know that he likes boys. And you right. know, he leaves the door unlocked so Marjorie can come in. Yeah. And and she looked like she wanted to jump in on it. She kind of did. Did she like? There's something about the she, Terrells, and there's something about High Garden. They have a real open San Francisco type sexuality <laughs> going on there. Like we've never went to High Garden on the show, but there's they got something going on down there. Oh yeah, well, what about where uh, the place where Oberyn's from? Dorn. Dorn. Yeah, the yeah they freaky. Oh, the south. The south is freaky. Yeah. The south. Yeah. The Reach and Dorn. Freaky diggy. Yeah, because even even the Viper, he was into you know he liked to, he liked to get his get his in boy or girl. Yep. So I'm like, man, what is going on? And the whole time, I, it's funny. I think it's funny how Marjorie and Cersei don't really talk, but they're trying to eliminate each other. Yeah. Because Marjorie's trying to send her off to a to a high guard nursery home, but you know tell, she's trying to tell you they got Bingo and they got Jello, and you should just leave King's Landing and go down there. Right, <laughs> but Cersei's not going because she remembers that prophecy from the start from the Wicked Witch of Westeros. Yeah, she's just not going, man. She's just not going. Now, what do you think about your boy Dario? Um, Khaleesi's lover. Oh yeah, yeah. What I think about, I you know, um, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. You know, he comes back to town. They want to open the fighting pits, which is basically gladiatorial pits. And Khaleesi's like, no, 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 no. And he says, hey, you should open them. That's where I learned how to fight. That's where I, you know, got my rep. That's how I learned how to kill this pussy. I mean, that's where I got everything. But I think Danny's Daenerys is starting to mess up by not. You can't just come into a culture and then tell everybody, like, all your traditions are out. Because they're going to rebel. Right. And and I think she's already seeing some of that. Yeah. But I think it's interesting, man. I think Daenerys is interesting. I think Daenerys and her relationship with him, she seems to only like rough dudes. You notice that? Oh, yeah. she like, She's no different than any other woman. She likes thugs. <laughs> You know, they all say they want a nice guy and this and that, but they all want thugs. That's all, that's what they all want. They want thugs. Yeah, they want danger. They want that excitement. Exactly. They want. They want to. And I've noticed that women, Daenerys, they're happy when they feel like they can make you break your rules. So a thug or a criminal or a bad boy, you know, can I make him be sweet? Can I make him be considerate? Then they feel powerful. But I don't know. She only likes these crazy dudes, man. Like, Carl Drago, that dude was nuts. I miss Carl Drago. He was the greatest. Yeah, man. I miss him, too. I'm looking forward to seeing him in Aquaman, though. He gonna be riding around on dolphins and shit? I don't know if I want to see Carl Drago hanging out with sea turtles. (laughs) I think he's gonna be a badass Aquaman. Even though I think he would have made a better uh, 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 Prince Neymar. Oh yeah, the submariner. Yeah, the submariner. Yeah, yeah he looks he looks more like uh, Prince Neymar. You know, well, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. My favorite part of this episode 
season five, episode one of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. was when uh, Daenerys's little friend Missandei, the little cute, the little hottie. Yeah, yeah, her sidekick Sandy. Yeah, yeah. When she goes up to Young Obama, the Great Worm, whatever you want to call, I right. call him Young Obama, <laughs> and, she, and she looked at him like, "Are you holding out on some pipe? Why are the Unsullied going to brothels? Right." Why are you guys going to brothels? Because I mean, I've been trying. To, I've been trying to give this to you for a long time. You, what? You don't want this? You don't want it? I'm tripping because it seems like nobody in real life or on the show can figure this out, but me. Like I said this last season, like you know, not to get all you know sappy or whatever, but just just because you know his shit ain't working, uh, that don't mean that there's no other reason for a woman. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, they're basically, they're saying if you can't fuck a woman, what good is she? Like, yeah, well, why, I mean, why would you want one? Like, there's a lot of reasons to want a woman other than I sex. <laughs> I agree. There's emotional support. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff. But I think Misandry, or whatever, however you say her name, I think she was like, what does that mouth do? Let me see what that <laughs> mouth do. It ain't got to be all about the, the, the stick. You she know, can have Jon Snow come over and teach him how to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jon Snow had a bitch shooting arrows at him from halfway across the wall. You you can't go down on them all. Egret was like, "What was that thing you did with your mouth? <laughs> Is that what you Southern lords do?" I'm like, "How a virgin gonna know how to uh, eat a girl out like that on the first time and get her turned out?" <laughs> Jon Snow, John, you know you know nothing but how to work the clit, Jon Snow. You know nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Except, Except how to oh, eat yeah. pussy. Yeah. So I like that part when Missandra was like, "Yo, you you holding out?" Right. But the while this was going on, Dario is convincing Khaleesi to mess with these dragons, right? Which I thought was a bad idea. Yeah, you grounded Rhaegal and Viserion for what Dragon did. That's what you grounded them for. They yeah. got grounded for they didn't they didn't eat no cattle. They didn't do shit. They was being good. I well, that we know of, they probably did no. too. Just didn't get busted for it. No, no, those two, those two, those two are are like puppies. They won't do nothing unless Khaleesi tells them to. Dragon has an alpha personality, like his his namesake. He's like Drago. Mm. Because why his name is Dragon. That's why he's the leader. Whereas Viserion is like her brother. The stupid one with the gold hair and Rhaegal oh, yeah. is supposed to be like her other brother. So they're a little more loyal, a little more. But she went down there with no flashlight. She went down there with no goats to feed them or nothing. You know, they've been in the dark for four or five. They was like, bitch, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, those teenage dragons were out of control like my ex's ego. Plus, they got really big like her. They got big like my ex. They are huge like, now. They are full grown now. But I, I mean, I understand Dario's point, though. I mean, you got fucking dragons and and they're chained in the basement. What a waste! Like nobody else has them, and you have these these like that's like having a fucking the air air force. It's like having an air force. Like having a, a with with nuclear bombs that you just got grounded. And I thought that was a bad move for her. Why did she run away? They can't burn her. She ran up out of there in the Unsullied. Like, uh, she scared her own dragons. That was a bad look. I would have just stood there and let them burn me. That was I was like, okay, right, now, right, that what y'all going to do? Look. Y'all can't burn me, so calm down. Ain't, ain't shit you can do. Yeah, I didn't but like I that from, either. Yeah, that was kind of weak. I was like, that was... Now, the thing I know from, from reading forward in the books is the dragons only get as big... They're kind of like goldfish. They, yeah, on. yeah, I read about that, too. They can only... Yeah. Uh, get as big as the, their environment. So look at how big they were or down there. I can't wait until Dragon shows up. He's gonna be fucking enormous. Golly, he's gonna be big. I mean, he out there eating ox, cattle, lizards. He's out there eating alligator burgers. Everything I mean, he wants. Yeah, he's whatever. He probably eating elephants and shit. He's like, man, that shit was delicious. <laughs> Like eating. He's gonna be like, hey mom, what's up, man? I've been eating elephant burgers. He's gonna be giant. He's fucking eating dinosaurs and shit. <laughs> exactly. He's gonna see his brothers like, oh y'all, y'all motherfuckers are weak. Y'all ain't been doing no push ups. Right. right. Y'all need to come get some of these cows. <laughs> I can't wait to see Dragon. He is going to be huge. No telling where he is, too. He says she says nobody's seen sign of him for weeks. 
he's too big for someone not to see him. Right. That means he's nowhere around. That means he's in the, on another fucking continent somewhere. <laughs> he, he's he's the kindred spirit of of his great ancestor, Balerion the Black Dread, who was Aegon the Conqueror, the first Targaryen to conquer Westeros. He Dragon and Balerion the Black Dread, they're both black dragons. Notice how they make the black ones dangerous and right, scary. Right. They're both black dragons and they're both huge and the rumor with Balerion was if you saw him that might have been the last thing you ever saw right you didn't see a whole lot more after you saw Balerion unless you were a Targaryen so he's out there and I also know that he they never really are too far from Daenerys right so if Daenerys started crying out in pain he would show up Mm mm-hmm you know he's he's not that far away. I mean he's dragon. Hey, what else? Ain't no. I've never seen okay. those crows. Ain't fucking with him. <laughs> he's, a, he's the only one flying in the sky. <laughs> but I can't wait to see Dragon. Man, he's got to be huge. I thought the quote of the night of the show, and I always liked Mance Raider, was when he said he wants the freedom to make his own mistakes. That's all he ever wanted. Nice. I quote. thought that was the absolute quote of the night. Yeah. I mean, every every episode of Game of Thrones has great dialogue right but but that was it yeah and that brings us to uh our kill of the week our kow uh your kill of the week is what my killer my kow is uh the last scene of the show mance raider (laughs) so did you like the fire or did you like well i just thought it was just kind of it's just kind of like a, a, a cold-blooded way to go, you know what I mean? Like to just up in up in flames. But I mean, that's the way they like to. The, the I guess it has something to do with the Red Witch's religion or whatever, you know? Because they was born, yeah. burning people at at stakes and stuff over at uh, at Stannis's. Uh, I forget what's what's his his uh, Dragonstone. Dragonstone. Yeah, they was uh, setting people on fire over there. So that's the, the Lord way, of Light. That was the, the way they light. do stuff. But I think it was more the fact that who it was rather than how he went. You know what I mean? The way he went wasn't spectacular. Like I said, we've seen it before. Uh, that's the way they like to do it. But the fact that just Mance Raider is just, he's the, he's the, the king of the north. You know, he's the king on the other side of the, of the, wall, of the wall and uh, amassed an army of, you know, 200,000 200, or something, you know. Yeah. Uh, enormous people that pe- people that hated each other like yeah groups, groups yeah like all these different races and you know, giants and you know and just wow just this enormous uh figure uh but i liked i liked uh i liked man uh nance raider though he was he was a stand-up dude you know he was a stand-up yeah, and, dude and i agree he refused to to kneel or to compromise his integrity he was like well look you, you know i can't tell my guys one thing and then kneel to Stannis in front of them. He's like, yeah. but you know, that took a lot of guts because of all the ways you got to die. He even said it. What are they going to do? Behead me. What are they going to do? Like, you know, hang me. How are they going to kill me? Though, if you had to pick the one way you did not want to die, it is being burnt a lot. That is true. That is like, true. You could drown me. Like someone said, we're going to drown you. Okay. Well, I'll take that. Now that's pretty that bad cut, too. Cut, that's pretty huh? bad. That's pretty bad too. But it's not as bad. I don't think it's bad as uh, being burnt alive. But it's not as painful. Like your water, your lungs fill with water. You knock out, and then you just die. <laughs> but fire, the I gotta feel my toes cook and yeah. shit, and smell my elbows. You know, smelling like steak and all that. And just yeah. the pain. Like it, the pain could never stop. I can imagine. You probably have to be in pain for a good ten minutes. You know. Yeah, and like Mance Raider saw, like I don't care how tough you are, that that fire is gonna smoke the bitch out of you eventually. Yeah, that's that's got to be one of the, one of the worst ways to go. I do want to say that Peta approved of Mance's execution due to his coat and all the violations. <laughs> Peta was happy with Mance's execution. They were like, "Yeah, he's way too much fur on. He's got to go." <laughs> Mance looked Nance looked like a big fucking Neanderthal. <laughs> he, yeah, he, man, looked, he, man, looked, man. he looked kind of Cro-Magnum-ish. Yeah, I would give him that. Java man, maybe, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Neanderthalish. So your kill of the week was Jon Snow shooting him at the end like the last of the Mohicans, giving the mercy shot? No, nah, just the, the him being burnt alive. 
Oh, okay. Because yeah. I want to give props to John Snow for that. That showed a lot of compassion, and that's going to cause some. That's going to make him popular, but it's also going to give him some problems with Stannis. Yeah. Because Stannis thinks he's the king, and now you just disobeyed my orders. Well, kind of, not really. Oh, I think so. I think Stannis is going to have some issues with John. We'll see. Because, I mean, I think Stannis is going to have some issues with John. I mean, his little red witch, she's not because she's, she's got the HIV and the Valtrex and everything burning <laughs> for him. But I think Stannis is going to have some. But I think also the Night's Watch, those dudes like John. So he ain't going to be able to do a whole lot. Right. Well, my kill of the week is when the Unsullied was laying in the bed and got his throat slashed at the brothel. Nice. Because that's my kill of the week because if I got to go out, <laughs> I want two women to flash me titties and coochie before I die. Okay. Like him. Yeah, like, you know, he got a little flash. That's what I want to see. I want somebody rubbing my head. My eyes are closed. <laughs> and, you know, I'm smelling some perfume, you know, and then I just go out real quick. But that was the kill of the week for me because I was shocked. I did not expect that. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was out of nowhere. Yeah, it was. That shocked me to death. But that's basically Game of Thrones, Season 5, Episode 1. We're going to be back to do it next week. I want to shout out to Jon Snow. He was a compassionate, <laughs> he was a compassionate bastard. He, he, he helped out, you know, my man Mance Raider. And I hope the next episode we get to see Arya. And I know Dragon is showing up. I know Dragon is showing up. He got to show up. <laughs> got to show up. <laughs> yeah, man. That's right. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to share the show on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget to tell your friends. Check us out. Uh, hop, um, go by Stitcher and iTunes. Give us a review. Give us five stars. And uh, we'll see you next week. Holla at your Father boys. Thrones. <laughs> I, I also want to rename Lord Robin Aaron. I want to rename him the Bitch Lord. <laughs> you, Robin Aaron, are the Bitch of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, he is. The Bitch of the Week. The Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. FamilyTime.Vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. We interrupt this podcast to tell you about Latone Hart and the 730 Show. Pop, pop, pop culture from the dark side. He's a jackass. 730. Resisting arrest. Eating dry ramen noodles. Stalking my ex on Facebook. Yeah, I may need medicine. Blacker than chewed up tobacco. Go tough on the 730 Show. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Spreaker.